0: Out through TuneIn Radio, OO Tunes, a couple of those apps, folks, in which you can find us, especially when you listen in on AMI Audio for the first airing of the program at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Amazing content on our show. Check it out that way, wherever you're listening in around the world via. AMI-audio, TuneIn Radio, Radio Player Canada, OO Tunes, whichever one, thanks a lot for being there. The first repeat of the program on AMI-tv and AMI-audio is at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, if you can't be with us, for the debut on AMI-tv at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. Let's talk television with our communication specialist here at AMI, Greg David.
2: I'm Greg David, and I love TV. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where we talk about the biggest hits, misses, and trends in television and entertainment. Kind of feel
0: like a trend, a normal happening. Has come to a screeching stop, something we are so used to talking to Greg every year about at this time. Because at this time, he joins us to talk about U.S. television's uh, pilot season, where networks watch the first episodes of potential series and decide, will this one be a series? Will this one? Yeah. Thumbs up on it. But this year, Greg... It's a bit different uh, because of the Writers Guild strike that took up much of last summer and fall. There is no pilot season for us. Um, How badly did the strike delay these decisions? And welcome back.
2: Oh, thanks for having me as always and yeah I know this is my favorite time of the year was when I would come on and I would pitch whether it was really a pilot or not and then you guys would greenlight whether you thought that it was a good idea or not but yeah things are really different this year everything was delayed by months because of the writers Guild strike uh, normally in a non-strike season the pilot episodes of, of potential series would have been written last summer uh, the cast would have filmed last fall and then screened by executives over the winter and then we'd be having this chat we'd learn about the pilots who was starring in them and what they were about like right now would be when we would normally be finding out about it mm. but instead like you said off the top kelly there is no pilot season and everything is very very different this year
0: mm-hmm. we'll have to use ami content i mean there's a lot of pictures coming <laughs> oh, in yeah we should like greg are we green lighting this are we not oh man we can listen to karen them scream
1: we're overflowing <laughs> okay these u.s networks need our help so yeah if there's no pilot season though and it's it's wild to think like the trickle effect of this kind of strike right and how mm-hmm. long it's going and in how many different capacities but if there's no pilot season what does that mean is there no programming new programming
2: Well I mean the last time we spoke about TV show pilots um the uh the broadcast networks had picked up just 6 Shows out of the combined 14 pilots that they had that they they had uh, kind of lined up. Now pre-pandemic times, there were up to 60 pilots being considered for series, and I still say I would love there to be a channel of all of those pilots that never made it to air, Uh, just you know for the the fun of it. Uh, But last year we spoke about several pilot projects that ended up being held over to this upcoming broadcast season because of the strike. So uh, Mm -hmm. you know things that that had been set up uh, that we talked about previously. They just never saw the light of day, so the production companies on the network said, okay, well, we're going to hold off, Uh, and now these new shows that we saw the pilots for, discussed the pilots for last year, are now coming to series. So in addition to potential shows being renewed, um, there have been several freshman series that were supposed to debut this year that have been instead pushed to this fall.
0: Could you imagine that channel running all those, like... That could and, and and if they were dumb enough to say vote on the ones you'd like to see, can you imagine them saying, No, no, we turned this one, we want to turn this to the money for this one would be too ridiculous. But you know, what a potential way to to actually screen yeah. stuff. But again, what do we know, right? Well, <laughs> Their view would be, I mean- what do you know what'll work?
2: Well, and that's the thing, because we talk about these pilot episodes and and how good and, in some cases, how bad they are, and the ones that never see the light of day. I mean, because there are so many streaming platforms out there, why isn't there a streaming service that just shows these pilots? I'm guessing licensing is the issue. I'm also guessing that television executives don't kind of want to be second-guessing themselves. You know, if someone, you know, if the general public said, we actually like this show better than the one that made it to the air. So I'm sure that they don't want to be embarrassed about that. Uh, I, I think That's the, the major reason um, uh, mm. now Amazon did that a few years ago where they threw they, they, they put a whole bunch of pilots uh, up and said, hey, vote on uh, on your favorites. And so they made a few shows out, ah. of, out of the ones that people voted on. So it does kind of work. They just don't want to look back on those previous mistakes no. and say, wow, that was a guy who was a real dunderhead for not greenlighting that show.
0: Wow. Um, it would be interesting, too, because I mean, I'm sure there's other things they, like we think we don't think about what they know. Hey, man, right. we're planning something similar to this in a year and a half or this is being worked back in the back, you know, backhaul by so-and-so production company that we've hired to create something like this. We don't want right. this one. We want the one we've we've requested. Um, but they're working it out. What about some of the shows that will air this fall, Greg?
2: sure so uh we spoke of matlock uh a while ago which is a reimagining of the 1980s 1990s legal drama that starred andy griffith as ben matlock uh uh, obviously kelly and i both remember that show because we're so old uh this version which is on cbs oh no i like to
0: say it just ran in repeats until like you know we were born (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. I, I need to make a note of that. That that's my sentence from now on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so this this new version on CBS centers on a brilliant lawyer named Madeline. Maddie Matlock, played by Kathy Bates, and she rejoins the workforce at a prestigious law firm, and she uses her unassuming demeanor and wily tactics to win cases and expose corruption from the inside. Uh, So, you know, kind of looking forward to that one because Kathy Bates, obviously an Oscar winner for her role in *Misery*, which was a great Mm -hmm. um, adaptation of the Stephen King book. Um, In addition to Kathy Bates on on uh, this version of *Matlock*, uh, the the show also stars Sky P. Marshall. Jason Ritter, John Ritter's son, and Bo Bridges, who just joined the cast. Jamie Sheridan had originally been in the pilot episode and now he has some scheduling conflicts. So, Bo Bridges is taking over the role. So, uh, wow. you know, I'm looking forward to that one. And I, you may remember speaking about this one the first time around. Do you remember what your thoughts were? Do you, are you, Kelly, are you kind of excited about this new version that- of Matlock?
0: I mean, I always giggled at Andy Griffith. I liked that what, what they created for the show in certain characters. A little slower for me than uh, yeah. I, I liked, of course, as, as a show. Looking at this cast, though, it does sound really interesting. And I always did, even as a kid, thought courtroom stuff was something else. And I think that was the actor in me that thought, wow, what a great actor, like doing this, yeah. whoa. And I think that's what I kind of liked about this and who else but Andy Griffith? Like, what a good actor, what a comic! But that guy could do, uh, uh, be pretty versatile. So excited to see what they do with this. Mm. I, it'll have to look so different, right? Is it going to be in Atlanta yeah. too? Is that where they're setting it, Greg? Do you know?
2: You know, I'm not I've actually sure it, right? where the this, this setting is. Uh, it could be though. Um, now that you say that, it does sound familiar, but I can confirm that for you and get back to you. Um, one of the other ones actually we didn't talk about last year over on ABC is a show called High Potential. And this one is about a single mom who has an exceptional mind. And yes, this is I'm reading it from a fresh <laughs> release. Um, and she's uh, this character is being played by Caitlin Olson from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. A very, very funny show on fx and uh, her unconventional knack for solving crimes leads to an unusual and unstoppable partnership with a by-the-book seasoned detective played by uh, daniel sinjata who played a firefighter on dennis leary's rescue me years and years ago he's been in other Mm. stuff but um, um that's kind of the the role that stands out for me so ramya legal drama but it sounds as though there's some kind of humor to it as well maybe some some dark boundary pushing humor are you into this on abc
1: I mean, I'll probably check out clips on TikTok or something. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not usually right. into this kind of uh, TV yeah. shows to begin with. So the content has to be exceptional for me to even want to check it out, right? So
0: so, so do clips give you more of a bias or do they kind of do like... They just um, pick
1: the best parts or the funniest parts, or you know? Right. So
0: you do have to be a reasonable... Th- Fan of no, it. i was if just gonna say it's more enjoyable slaughtering it right yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it's
1: more enjoyable if you already know the show like when inventing anna right. came out um then like everybody binged it and then they would put the best you know more memorable parts on uh these like little shorts all over youtube and instagram and tiktok it was like oh yeah that moment was awesome but that's not at all the same as not knowing the you know, show that's and
0: that's it no, exactly yeah it.
2: Yeah, you're right though, Rami. Right? Mean, like TikTok is kind of becoming the place where you go instead of watching a trailer for a show, yep. you go to TikTok and you check out a 10 second clip, yep. which is you know even shorter than a than a teaser trailer, and you get a you get a quick idea of, of what the show. That's is That's just about.
0: the breath they intake before a long line. Oh, man, <laughs> okay, I know there's your
2: matlock. <laughs>
1: You get oh, like a reason to silence. watch the show though. Like there are so <laughs> yeah. many uh, kind of moments where you're like, "Oh, she killed it there." Especially if you're talking, you know, very well-known celebrities and and mm-hmm. actors and actresses, right? They killed it in this moment yeah. and then you're more likely to go check out the the show like you said, Greg, based on just that tiny little snippet of everybody, you know, fan fanning over this person yeah. uh, and that moment on the show than to have read your um, very well-described Mm-hmm. Synopsis. Some synopsis.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I hope to God you have a big name celebrity in it, then. Yeah.
2: So let's let's talk about this third show that that was already in the works and is going to be coming because talk about big names. We have got two big names, and they happen to be both the same one. Uh, this is also on CBS, and it's called Papa's House, and it stars Damon Wayans as a legendary talk show host and happily divorced guy named Papa. So there's the Papa in the Papa's House. What a single parent his... stuff going on. There is there is um, uh, it's all about representation. So you've got to represent oh, uh, all yeah. the different relationships as well. So I mean, we've had single is... parent
0: stuff, Greg, on for years, really. That's but, that's true. Like, that's that's true. but now you're getting a reflection of especially the cultural or situational.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah for sure. So Papa's point of view is challenged at work when a new female co-host is hired. And it's also challenged at home where he finds himself still parenting his adult son, a brilliant dreamer played by Damon Wayans Jr. Who's trying to pursue his passion while being a responsible father and husband himself. So, uh, you know, more middle of the road sitcom, I would believe. Um, obviously the, the Wayans family very, very funny going all the way back to in living color. And since then yeah. uh, Ramya yeah, thoughts on this one, and then kelly i'll ask you the same
1: question that sounds interesting enough i yeah again there's just so much tv to watch so question mark but for you i'm curious about if you would check it out greg because you watch a lot of tv
2: yeah, I mean, I'm I've said this before. I'm not really a huge sitcom fan, but the Wayans the Wayans family, I'm into, so yeah. I'm definitely going to check this out. You know, this isn't this isn't Fox. This isn't cable. So um, you know, Damon Wayans and, and his son, you know, and the writing staff, they're gonna have to keep within those confines of CBS, which is a pretty traditional network. Okay. Um but it will be but it will be interesting to see how how they can push those boundaries because it's kind of a, a new age. The the networks, the conventional networks, they've got a lot of competition from other services is out there so yeah this has going good to check reputation
1: right for sitcom like popularity yes. and big big like sitcoms becoming huge yeah, but
2: more middle of the road, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory, yes, uh, yeah. Young yep. Sheldon, not necessarily uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Two and a no. Half Men. So I would say that this may be the edgiest that they ever go. But again, what what does edgy mean in the CBS? World? Yeah,
0: and we don't know how they're how, what they're going to do to rein them in enough to do this kind of show. I I kind of like the scenario, but Greg, I noticed that I'm a person who will watch a sitcom usually when it's in syndication like I'm not one that's oh wow that looks great on you know but you put something on that's got mayhem murder and violence and um, I'm making (laughs) sure I see the preview any any way to see the pilot
1: and two I find that Um, sitcoms get the fastest mass reaction, and that, that's, Mm -hmm. I'm just speaking anecdotally, this has nothing to do with any studies that might be out there to prove otherwise, but I'm, I find out so quickly that, you know, people, like, everyone's into this, you gotta watch it, and it seems to spread so much more faster than any other genre.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The only other one I would say that might challenge it is the reality genre. Yes, yep. Um yep. for water cooler, yep. but absolutely, and so it's because of the always...
0: investment, Greg.
2: Right? Yeah, People yeah.
0: Have to, comedy, you sit back and just take it in, and <laughs> but if you have to learn characters in a different way in some of the other shows, it's slower for it to yes, develop uh, ahead of you.
2: Sure yep absolutely absolutely but you're right you know sitcoms are the ones that kind of come out of the gate with a big with a big bang yep. uh no pun intended and uh, and kind of go from there drama always it's that world building in those first few episodes before you decide whether you're gonna you know, mm-hmm. tune in or not
1: yeah uh there are several tv series greg that have either just ended or are going to end soon yep. um labrea young sheldon the good doctor blue bloods what shows have been renewed can you give us a reminder
2: yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you just named four shows that are like kind of top of the ratings heap. So the networks are definitely looking for the next big hits. Um, ABC has renewed Abbott Elementary, uh, which I still need to watch and is available not only on ABC, but you can stream it on Netflix if you've got that. Yep. Um, but we're still waiting to hear if there's going to be any more Grey's Anatomy and uh, and its spinoff Station 19. So still waiting on that. Uh, over on CBS, there's a lot of questions. Uh, we're still waiting to find out about several programs for the fall, including CSI Mm -hmm. Vegas. Uh, The Equalizer, FBI, FBI International, and FBI Most Wanted. Don't know about the futures of those yet. And also NCIS. Now, I do want to say that all of these CBS shows, you may be saying, but Greg, I just started watching new episodes of those shows that you just mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. They've just come back with new episodes after the kind of the holiday break. Um, So uh, the renewal news on the shows that I just mentioned for CBS, we're not going to know anything for a couple of months yet. Usually around May is when we'll find out. Um, And then over on NBC, Magnum P.I. just ended after six seasons, so we're still waiting to find out about whether there's going to be any new Law & Order. Uh, The sitcom Night Court, which did very well for NBC, the drama Quantum Leap, and the Chicago franchise. Again, new episodes of those shows, but haven't heard anything with regard to new seasons um, of those ones. Uh, We do know, though, that NBC has just renewed Found, which is a drama which uh, searches for missing people, and The Irrational, which is a detective series starring jesse l martin that is really really good um so i'm glad that it's been renewed but yeah a lot of question marks heading into uh the fall uh into the new fall season which uh you know it seems weird to be talking about the new fall season in february but yeah that's where we are
0: oh wow i forgot about quantum leap greg very quickly do you think they'll ever these industries are they like altered forever will there ever be a pilot season again
2: Yeah, I think, you know, pilot season has been gradually phased out over the last uh, several years due to the streaming services and the competition there. So television productions quickly become kind of a year round thing. But I think the strike may have put the nail in the coffin for the pilot season for good. And that this may be the last chat that we have about this season in particular, uh, because everything will be spread out throughout the year. Wow.
0: Yeah. And I think we're seeing that, especially with the model of the streaming services, everything, dro- things drop when they feel it's best or it's ready yeah. to go or whatever their their logic is. Thanks, Greg. We'll yep. next do pilot season at AMI. Take care, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. We'll get John Melville on the panel, man. John will like green light everything. Come on, John, <laughs> you like that. Join Greg David every other <laughs> Wednesday to talk all things television. When we return after the break, coming up next, a Powerball player was denied their $340 million prize due to Oof. a computer error. Error, error, we'll be right back. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI TV.
1: Will green light.